Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michael Dean Show here on Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean. Joining me today is Mr. Q Storm. Sir, how are you? Man, I'm spending the whole day studying up. I'm doing my first big firearm safety class in Delaware, which has different rules in Pennsylvania. And I'm calling your profession out, Big Sexy. Why can't they write these laws so that people like me can understand this shit? I got to go teach a bunch of people that never touched a gun all about this congruent to and pursuing in so far and thereof. And I'm like, ah, oh, write it so I can understand it and teach it. Well, wouldn't the question be, why can't people like you grasp what we do? Hmm. Yeah, I challenge anybody <laughs> to read. I challenge anybody blind, to, the blind. <laughs> to read case law with that language. It's like reading Shakespeare. Like I read notes. case law daily. Who's got a micro? Who's got the speaker now? Right. Well, <laughs> I hear it too. Actually, I don't hear a damn thing. Then that means it's on you. <laughs> yeah, nothing has changed. Well, there's an you echo. Still here? Um, All right, well, let me put the headphones on. See if it goes away. Appreciate it. All right, you know you heard his voice there, Mister Big Sexy and Sack, sir. How are you? You know, I'm doing all right. Got the new uh, equipment set up. Got some things cooking this weekend. Unfortunately, I will not be seeing the MC Hammer show because I got something else going on instead. All right. All right. Hammer. Hammer. I am. (laughs) Well, we want to shout out Ampu. He is uh, today is a big day for EA. They're having their big uh, reveal. Actually, I think it's just about finishing up. Uh, Got a chance to see the first part where they showed some of the... uh, First time of the gameplay for that new Star Wars game. I forgot what it's called, actually, now, now that I say it. But looks actually really good. So shout out to them. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. So shout out to that. All is, this right. the, is, this, is this the game that you said you needed to see, see more than play? just the CG? Yeah, yeah. they, they okay. finally had that today. It To me, it uh, the play mechanics would be like, um, like a Tomb Raider, but in Star Wars. Uh, so it was... It was really very well done. Um, oh, that's what you meant by you said you put some up on Discord about Tomb Raider George Lucas or something you put up there. Uh, that's funny. You know, I think I said Laura Croft Star Wars, but that, that's what you said. <laughs> close enough, I guess. Yeah, it was close enough. I don't George Lucas. Uh, but, uh, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, there you oh, go. <laughs> all right, but uh, let's. Uh, we got some a new movie. Uh, this week, uh, the, the last of the Fox uh, X-Men movies uh, is X-Men Dark Phoenix. I don't even think it's actually called X-Men Dark Phoenix. It may just be called Dark Phoenix. But uh, nonetheless, that movie has come out. It's the last of the X-Men movies. And now, of course, uh, Marvel has uh, taken control. And uh, I'm sure at some time in the future, they will be doing the X-Men characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But until then, we have Dark Phoenix. And, you know, essentially this is the story of the uh, Jean Grey getting the, uh, I guess is it the cosmic force of the Phoenix power, and they got to take her down. Uh, I can't remember exactly which movie. Was it X-Men 2 or something? They've already sort of done done this before. Oh, that was X-Men The Last Stand. Last Stand. They did So they've done this before, but this is with the uh, first class characters and actors. And uh, with that said, uh, I want to go to Q-Storm. Uh, let's hear your thoughts on this. Uh, short version? Garbage. <laughs> Simon Kimberg needs his ass whooped for this piece of filth. Wow. And I left the theater. I literally left the theater angry. And I I ran I ran into a saleswoman who I see at Best Buy all the time. Because I'm in Best Buy quite a bit. I and I, I asked her, what are you doing here? She said, she said, I'm here to see X-Men. I'm like, oh Lord, save your money. Leave now. <laughs> dark the Dark Phoenix storyline, I would hope you guys would agree or offer me some support. <clears throat> the Dark Phoenix storyline is one of the most classic, iconic storylines in comic book history. At least it is to me. It's a storyline that got me into reading comic books full time. Really? Okay. Yes. Okay. I, uh, one, one of one of. I mean, Fantastic Four got me into it, but this 
solidified my comic book love, and it is what it definitely what introduced me to X Men. I remember there's a cover where Jean Grey is standing in the uh, the Black Queen uh, bustier. I was like, yeah, I'm all in with this. That is issue one thirty three. See, my man. Okay, the bet to me the best creative team ever in comic books with John Byrne, Chris Claremont, Tom Orzakowski, I Terry Austin doing the inks. I can't remember who did colors. Best creative team, in my opinion, in comic book history has yet to be topped. This film shits on that. And I said from the beginning, this should have been, they should have thought about this and made it a trilogy, and then they would have gotten three times the amount of money in ticket sales, right? You cannot tell that story. It's folly to think you could tell that story in one film to begin with. But then to do such a slapdash, haphazard screenplay as this, this screenplay was ridiculous it didn't character motivations change from from uh, scene to scene there's no development they introduce uh they i don't want to spoil anything unless mike gives us approval they introduce uh an element of uh there's an antagonist they introduce that plays a fraction a minuscule part of the comic book story but they're given a good 45 minutes of screen time in this film. What? And they're given these indiscriminate power sets that don't make any sense. And here's the thing. Now I'll stop. I could say, I could talk for a lot more, but I'll say this. <clears throat> if you name your film, dark Phoenix, maybe the focus be on, I don't know, dark Phoenix, which it, in the last third, last third of this film, it there's no you don't even see Jean Grey do anything for most of that, and then when she does do something, they give her the same treatment that Famke Jansen got in Last Stand. It's just a lot of special effects, a big confrontation, and a quick resolution, almost like in the Age of Apocalypse. The other thing I'll say, uh, if you don't develop the characters, I don't. I'm not gonna care. And if you don't show me something that makes it, that makes Dark Phoenix, you can't uh, put it this way. You can't tell me the screenplay can't just say, "Oh, she's she's imbued with the the uh, primal force of the universe. She's the most powerful being in the universe." You gotta fucking show me that. You can't show me her taking out Magneto. I know Magneto's powerful, but he you can't just show me her taking him out. You can't sh show me her doctors and be like, oh, I'm supposed to be like, oh, she's the shit. No, I need to see evidence, just like with the Jedi and Darth Vader. I need to see evidence that this is the most, the force is the most destructive thing in the universe, which I never hardly really saw. I don't see any in this that she's the most destructive power in the universe. I don't buy into any of the characters. Professor X, his whole characterization. He's almost one of the bad guys in this movie. So, okay, I'm not going to ramble anymore. This movie was garbage. I'm giving <laughs> it one reel out of five, and that's being nice. All right, all right. Uh, I yeah. agree with a lot of what he said, but I will say this. Uh, I actually enjoyed parts of this movie, and I'll tell you why. The action scenes in this movie, I thought were some of the best of the X-Men movies. Like, there's, the, there's a few scenes where they just sort of all all in fighting together i thought we're done very well the there's a a train action sequence you know the last part of the movie which i thought was fabulous uh they go badass in this movie like they're just like killing people it seems like each one of them turn into wolverine or something and just savagely you know stabbing people and like uh, what's his name nightcrawler i can't remember what triggered him but something happens and he just goes he just goes dark. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, he was a skinny little dude was just tearing people apart. It was dope to me. Like, he, they showed his power set very well. Uh, Magneto, in that same, you know, battle, he just goes raw. It, it was, the last battle was badass. I don't care what nobody says. None of the movie made any sense. But in terms of just <laughs> <laughs> visceral action and the way they looked, I thought that was dope. Uh, you know, there's a whole thing where here come the bad guys with these aliens and they, uh, they jump on the train and, this, you know, they're all outside. The train's moving fast and the military has the X-Men captured. 
And the X-Men are pleading, like, let us go. We can help you. And, of course, they're not going to do it. And, you know, open fire. And they start, I mean, this shit was dope. When they were shooting at the bad guys, I was like, oh, shit, they're blasting. And, of course, you know, they're not going to win. And it's like when they finally, when the brother, one of the, the, the guards just says, fuck it, I'm going to hit the, hit the button and let the X-Men loose. That was a dope hero moment to me. They just got up and it's like, okay, it's on and popping. Oh, so, Mike, I remember, I remember what triggered Nightcrawler. It was when you remember there's a scene where one of the, the soldiers dies in his arms. Oh, I think it was that same dude. black dude who let him loose, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it was. Why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's, so that's what so yeah, he you know so shout out to him. He he, he Black Lives Matter to, to Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so in terms of that, I I was like, okay, hey, they giving me my action, so I, I I love that. The other stuff about the movie, it was exactly what I expected it to be. Uh, along the lines with the Apocalypse movie, the one that came before it, it's just, you know, shitty uh, dialogue, the story, Manders. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't, well, I would say, it's not addressed. Like, these aliens that come to Earth, uh, to me, I was sort of, like, bugging, like, how come they're not more, like, uh, tripping that there's aliens? Like, yo, non-earth people were coming here doesn't that change everything you never really see that uh and then i thought of something too there was the whole point of the aliens were in a spaceship you know orbiting the earth or whatever and you, right. see, you saw that but they never addressed did they go get those people like they, are they still out there because uh, at the end of the movie she just well you know they they overcome the ones on earth but then i'm like well what about this invasion force or at least this big ass spaceship so but i was like i, I was like hey they don't give a fuck. This is the last movie. They're just like, whatever. Um, so I guess I agree with a lot of what Q said. The things that I do think are good about this movie, they're just sort of wasted, unfortunately. It was like Michael Fassbender. He's still a dope actor, and I still like him as Magneto. And even when he's on the screen, I was like, the dude's got the presence of it. It's just that there's nothing. They don't have nothing for his character. Uh, after he's lost his wife and daughter in the last movie or whatever, I was just kind of like, okay, what else is he going to do? Professor Xavier, again, is a James McAvoy. Dope actor, man. Like, he's still that dude, but it's just like they give him nothing really with what's going on. Now he's working with the government and they're, oh, you guys are calling us superheroes now. It's okay. okay. But eh, it's just no no weight to it. It should be a lot more deeper or epic or something. It just totally misses that. They don't have like the the, the costumes I think are trash. The, the they serve. Oh, you know, it's just like they don't I even. About that. Yeah, they don't put anything into that. They don't look iconic or anything. And I'm just like, yeah, this, this is the X Men. I don't understand why they just seem. Yeah, just they were just there. Uh, I liked Storm, but she does not. I mean, she at least gets to show some action and stuff. But again, they've shitted on Storm. In every X-Men movie, in my opinion. So this is no uh, exception. Uh, they waste the Quicksilver. He's in the movie for the first little second. And then I it didn't even think about it until they showed him at the end of the movie. I'm like, what the fuck was he at during the battle? Like, was he that hurt? That he, he had to sit in, out the rest of the movie? Right. He so, wasn't in that train battle, was he? No, I'm like, he was one of the dope characters in terms of his, you know, his powers in the last few movies. That was a highlight when you see him run fast. and They just had that for a brief second early on in the movie, and then he was gone. So I was like, okay. And then you don't, but the, the, I guess the sad part is you never even ask where he's at until, until, they, <laughs> until they show you at the end. I'm like, oh, yeah, where the fuck was he? So, you know, uh, the guy who directed this movie had no business directing this movie uh, at all. I, I think this was his first, I think this was the first movie he's no. ever directed. Matter of fact, I know no. he he has Simon Kimberg. He has he's written. Done. He's a producer on all the movies. He's never directed a movie until this, as far as I know. And there's a reason why. Uh, Marvel don't hire this guy. <laughs> Stay far away from him. Um, but you know, uh, I saw this at the Mall of America. I didn't have nothing else to do. I wasted some time. So it did its job for that. Uh, is this a, one of the great ones? No. Uh, but I will say, you know, since this is the last of the Fox ones, a lot of the Fox X-Men movies I liked. Some of them are dope to me. Uh, the first X-Men, uh, I, I love Days of Futures Past. I love Logan. 
Uh, they've had some hits and some misses, you know, no different than anybody else. This one was just not that good. I do think I like this better than The Last Stand, though. Um, but I just like the action parts about it. But, uh, yeah, good riddance. And let's reboot this bitch <laughs> <laughs> and start it over from the top. From the top. <laughs> That's what this movie feels like. It feels like it's a movie that says, all right, you, you know how corporations say we got to spend this money or we're going we're gonna to lose right, it next right. quarter? Yep. That's what this movie felt like to me. I have nothing good to say about this other than Sophie Turner is a great actor, although all they had her doing in this film was crying and looking like a victim. Okay. Is she the girl that plays Phoenix? Yeah. She was in from Game of, Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, and I don't know. They, 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 they crammed too much in. Magneto did not need to be in this movie at all. So they started off where Charles Xavier is uncharacteristically the quote i want to say villain all right then they introduce magneto as the villain quasi villain all right who has a conflict then they introduce these aliens who are villain they didn't even need to introduce the aliens they had enough of a story that they could have fleshed out without all of that mess and i i just didn't i don't know x men killing all that i was like okay i guess y'all feel like y'all need to Y'all need to compete with John Wick and all the other anti-hero. You don't have Wolverine anymore. Okay, I feel you on that, but it's hey, lame. I loved it's it. Whack. I, loved it. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it, go raw." Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I will say, I will tell you this: Give me, y'all can clown me. I don't care. Give me. Last Stand was a bad movie. That if you had changed some elements and taken Dark Phoenix out altogether, that movie would have been dope to me. Nah, you that take battle a lot scene, out of that movie. J- that battle scene at the end. Oh, I love the juggernaut. Uh, the battle beach. scene at the end on Rikers, was it Rikers Island? Is that it? That's terrible. What's what's the uh, the Alcatraz? I think it was. I love that scene where she mm-hmm. where Kitty Pryde is running and the, uh, what's her name uh, Juggernaut is chasing her and she out tricks him. So I forget what happens, but uh, too many one. That's the one thing they didn't have in this. They didn't have one liners in this. Was no they had one one liner. It was Quicksilver at the end when you, like you said, where the hell were you at? And he says to some student, "Slow down, you're moving too fast." Like fuck out of here. Yeah, oh. but I'm talking about like in the fights and all that. You know, after somebody got their head, somebody got beat down, and well, they don't say nothing funny. That that's that. There you go, bub. Or you know, it's just saying. Like, <laughs> uh, and the one line I literally said this out loud, Mike, where uh, Mystique, who for whatever reason is leading the team, I the hate her character right there, in these movies. Fucking hate her character. Jennifer Lawrence was like, listen, is the check clear? All right, you can seize me. Okay, let me just say this now. Where the cue card at? You got the okay, hold it up for me. That's all she did in this movie. Yeah, I I'm not, she, I don't let me say this real quick. I don't have any hate toward her personally or anything like that. I think she's a dope actress. But particularly in this movie, her character was trash. Like just it, it almost like they stop the movie when they show her for some reason. Like I don't know if they're obligated to give her some kind of shine or something. She, her character hasn't earned shit in this particular. I just feel like they're pushing it on her for some reason. It's like, ah, sit down. Sound like Brie Larson. Kind of, it, it comes off exactly like that. Exactly. Well, what I was gonna say was that there was one line that she says. I literally said, I don't know if I said "fuck out of here." I'm like, "Oh, give me a break," or something like that. I said it out loud. She says, and Charles, because they try to paint oh, Charles as an alcoholic coming. villain. And, she said, and Charles, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You should, uh, it's always us women saving <sighs> the men's asses. You should change it to the ex-women. And I'm, little, I'm like, fuck out of here with that yeah. bullshit. What? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Wait, that was trash. <laughs> did you hear, <clears throat> actually, somebody wrote that, and I think uh, in CBR this week, that they may need to revisit the name of this franchise from X-Men to X-Factor. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> that would be a mistake. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, well, well that's, their, that's their property, so I guess they can do what they want to do. But yeah, Anyway, yeah, wait for this one. Uh, it'll be streaming uh, about three months or less. You'll be able to watch it at home. So. Are you are you clowning? Are you, no, I'm dead ass serious. No, nah, that's how long it takes. It's no more than really about three months. When, like us. When did that come out? That was this year, right? Yeah. 
It's already. I guess what they got it right now. I could watch it at home. So when did uh uh the animated Spider Man come out? That was early like this year. Last March. year? Oh, no, that was, was it this year or last year? I thought it was March. Oh, this year. It was this year. Oh, okay. Because it got an Oscar. But then it would have been last year if we got an Oscar, right? That's true. That's true. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, Thomas. Hey, maybe it did come out in December. Maybe you're right. Yeah, it would have had to. If it got an Oscar, it had to come out last year. Right, right, right. Well, it was in my yeah, man. DVD box, and I haven't watched it yet, but that I got pretty say, quick to me. All the X-Men movies have been... So I think the best one for me, even though I do think it's a little misogynistic, is uh, First Class and Logan. But other than that, X Men United Two, X Men United, I think was decent. But they they haven't none of United. Same Which one was that? The second one. Oh, X Two. Uh, okay. X Two, right? Gotcha. Uh, they they have not put out an X Men film that to me has knocked it out of the park, even close to like anything Marvel's done. I say the same about well, actually, I say the same about Spider Man. But this is a sad way to end this franchise. Eh, yeah, I mean, they, like I said, to me, they've had just as many hits as misses. Uh, uh, I, I'm not mad at it, really. I don't expect much, but I'm just looking to see what. I mean, they had a good, they had a great run. I, I will say they had a great run with it. I mean, they've spawned so many movies. Uh, the X Men movie, they did the X Men basically twice. <laughs> oh wait, I can't forget Wolverine, the Wolverine. Deadpool. That was a good movie too. That was a good. Yeah, movie. like I said, they had a lot of dope movies. I, I'm curious to see what Marvel is going to do. I don't know if they let it rest for a little bit or they're going to come quickly. I'd be very interested to see what they do. I will say this. I know this is going to be controversial because I did not only was I not, I didn't really know the character of Deadpool pretty much at all. I didn't mind X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> mm. You remember that, that one? I remember the ending because it was trash to me, but that's cool. I, I liked it, actually. All right. Be, be All prepared right. to get some beat down over that one, man, because comic book fans hated that movie because of the Deadpool, I think. Mm. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Dark Phoenix. Uh, Disney going to get their money regardless. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Oh, there is a great. I haven't seen it, so I'm going to assume it's great. Uh, but I definitely want to see this new documentary on Netflix. I believe it's called Black Godfather. Uh, uh, Mr. Avant. How do you say his name? Is it Clarence, Clarence Avant. Avant. Uh, I remember, to me, I always remember seeing his name with just, it was a lot of albums you buy. You know, back in the day, you would read the credits and stuff. And his name was just all over him. I believe it was like a lot of the MCA stuff, I want to say. But looking at the trailer for this thing, he is so much more deeper and bigger than just his mu- music connections. Because uh, you got Obama was on this thing, Clinton, uh, pretty much any entertainer you've ever heard of. Um, so, Big Sex, I know you have watched this already. And without spoiling too much, because I do want to see this, uh, can you tell us what is this about? Well, <clears throat> it's about Clarence Avon, obviously, and how he is one of those rare people who truly happens to know everyone. And everyone loves him. Even though he's one of those typical or stereotypical old men who'll cuss you out in a heartbeat, people love him because he gets it done. He doesn't put put up with any bullshit. And Kamala Harris said he does not suffer fools lightly. And everyone in the film's like, yeah, he cussed me out. But it's all good. (laughs) And he... um, I'll, I'll touch on a little bit. He uh, got Bill Withers started. And Bill Withers' label, Sussex, that was Clarence. Mm. And he did another another label, and he worked with, you know, I didn't hear about him until 83 when the Alexander O'Neill album came out. That was when I first heard the name that I see interviews with Jimmy and Terry, and they would always mention his name. Always mention his name. And so I knew a little bit about him. I had no idea he was this dialed in with everyone. He's one of those guys. There's a, you know, Quincy Jones is in this, like you said, uh, Clinton, Obama, uh, Kamala Harris, Puff Diddley, Jimmy and Terry, L.A. Babyface. Everyone 
if you're in that business or if you're any if you're about if you're a person about making something happen, you'll be in your corner. Period. Wow. One thing that I one thing I got from it, and this is a little teeny little whiff here. Back in the early seventies there was a song called Scorpio, an instrumental song. You guys heard that? I don't remember by, it off by a cat named Dennis Coffin. Sounds familiar. Maybe if I heard it, I probably know it. I'm sure you've heard it. I'm sure you've heard it. And the thing is, when Clarence, you know, released it, went to all those the black stations and everybody loved it. Then Scorpio goes on Dennis Coffee goes on Soul Train. He's a white guy. I didn't know until yesterday <laughs> Dennis Coffee was a white guy. I had no idea. And then a lot of radio stations called him Clarence. Man, why is this white boy on our station? He's all, look, he makes good music. Get out my face. Okay. <laughs> that was into that. Mm. You know, Clarence is just one of those direct to the point dudes, and he has earned his place in, in this business. Again, going back to other luminaries, uh, David Geffen is in this, Clive Davis. I mean, the, Clarence is, is that guy, man. He's, he's that heavy. Wow, yeah, I can't. I, I want to watch this. I, it's, I, that's why it's dope, man. I mean, you get these types of documentaries. Um, you know, I love that Netflix puts this type of stuff out, or at least makes a lane for it, because uh, these usually you would never hear about these types of guys. You know, so I was, I was going. Why have I never heard of this man? Why, why is he getting any? Why isn't he getting this? You know, the the David Geffen treatment, if you will. Because he's not looking for the he's not looking for the limelight. He seems like he always stays in the background. Like I said, I only yeah. saw his name a lot because yeah. I would read the credits of you know the music that I listened to. I always would see him. You sometimes hear somebody or mention his name, but I don't think he's ever did any interviews or anything like that that nope. I know of. I mean, the, the 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 phrase kingmaker really fits him because mm. that's exactly what he is. He sounds like a black version of uh, Clive Davis. Would that be accurate? Close, close. See, Clive again. <coughs> Clive liked having his little press out there. Clarence didn't give a shit about that. Clarence was about getting it done and getting paid to get it done. About his business. He's about his uh, paper and his business. But my man uh -huh. Easy said, "Just give me the money, fuck the fame, or something." Like that. Yep. <laughs> you ain't got to be. You don't need to know who I am. Just, just spell my name right in the check. Well, that's good, man. Uh -huh. it's, it's good that guys like that get get, get shine now because they put in a lot of work. I know he affected a lot of people. In the a game. lot of people. Yeah. Oh, one thing you just said, Mike, about Netflix doing these types of things, and I'm speaking to every filmmaker out there, look, Jimmy and Terry need one of these. Mm -hmm. so, so filmmakers, figure that out. Yeah, I would... I would love to see, you know, somebody hit me up online, one of the listeners, um, and I didn't think about this, but have you seen Jimmy lately? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I don't know if he's like losing weight or if he's had a health thing or something. You know, I hope he's okay. You know, whatever it is, I hope he's all right. Jimmy, I'm sorry, what was that? Jimmy? Jimmy Jam? Oh, yeah, you know, funny you just brought that up. I was looking at the preview on Netflix. Does look a lot different. He looks a lot leaner, a lot leaner. Mm -hmm. So I hope, you know, hopefully he there's something he did or or whatever. Hopefully there was nothing wrong with the man. Right, right, yeah. All right, well, yeah, definitely gonna check that out. Um, I'm actually gonna watch. I don't know for some reason I want to watch uh, when we see us again. Uh, I was thinking about that over the weekend, and man, just was like. I don't know, something about that movie. I was, like, I was kind of getting teary-eyed just thinking about Corey, man. I saw some pictures of him, new pictures of him recently. I was like, man, you know, I want to watch that again just to... Because I got so caught in the... You know, you get caught in the emotional part of it. But I was like, there was so much goodness in terms of the craft of what was going on that I just kind of want to see the actors doing their things. I saw an interview with uh, Michael... Was it Michael Williams? Omar, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Michael K. Uh, and then the, the 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 guy who plays Corey, and uh, God, what's the lady who played their, his mom? Or was that his mom? Missy? Yes. It was those three and Ava. They were on something together. 
but it was just interesting to hear them talk about playing the roles and oh yeah i'm looking at that right now it was a vibe magazine uh release i think Hmm, okay Um, i I could be wrong about but yeah just just listening to them talk about it and then you know what it was like working with ava like she was not playing you know you had to come with your a game blah blah and so i was like i gotta watch that again man oh i know what i wanted to ask you guys about i i've only seen the first episode the new season of black mirror is out has, have any of you guys seen, started to watch this yet? Nah. It's funny you would say that. I have not watched this season, but last night I watched an episode from last season called Black Museum. Yeah, yeah, Creepy yeah. Okay. As yeah. fuck. Yes. So I'll definitely get started on the new season. Okay, so I'm not going to spoil it, but I, I, I do want to talk about it for a second. Uh, for those who have seen it, uh, the first, I think there's only three episodes this season. The first one stars Anthony Mackie. Um, oh, yeah. What's the young lady from Sleepy Hollow that you were talking about? Nicole Bahari. Nicole Bahari. And the gentleman who plays Black Mantis on Aquaman. Okay, I think, uh, I think he also played in, in uh, Luke Cage, didn't he? The first season or something? Oh, no, no, no. He played in uh, that hip-hop thing that was on... Uh, Netflix. What was that called? Jaden Smith was in it as well. The Get Down. The Get Down. down. Yeah, he played that one. Listen. Okay, so here's the premise. This is not going to spoil what's going on. But the premise is, you know, uh, it picks up when these two guys are young um, and they're at the clubs or whatever. And Anthony Mackie ends up meeting this young lady. Uh, It's almost like a one-night stand type of thing. And when he wakes up, I don't know if it's his roommate's house or something. So he wakes up and his roommate in the middle of the night, they start playing like some kind of street fighter Tekken game. And they were playing like all hours of the night to the morning or something. I was like, these niggas. <laughs> Damn, why got me like that? Because <laughs> to up? me, I see them as a little older. Now I get like they would be my age, probably even a little younger, but still they was grown ass men. He got females. He got the, the female in the bed. He out here with his, with his nigga playing video game. all all extra loud with energy. <gasps> okay, I was a little extra, but whatever. And then it flash <laughs> flash forwards eleven years later. And so he and uh Nicole Bahiri character, they got married, evidently. You see they're having a birthday party, I think it's for their I think it's a birthday party or something, and it's a big barbecue and they've got their friends over and they look like they're doing good with themselves, you know, they got a nice house and everything. And I'm like, wow. And they look old. You know, they try to make him look older. Now, here comes Black Mantis guy, his buddy, surprises and comes to this event at the house. And I say, oh, we haven't seen you in a long time. You, could, you get the impression that he's not with the young lady he was with 11 years ago. Now he's just solo, you know, bachelor type cat. And so uh-huh. him and Mackie sort of catching up. So, oh, man, you got older. You, you know, you got, got domestic, domesticated, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, I got a present for you, man. He said, oh, what you got? It's, I got you the, the, the newest version of that game we used to play, right? He's like, oh, you didn't have to do that. Yeah, man, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I also got you the VR upgrade kit or whatever. Word? Yeah, man, I played at the stores. It's crazy, man. You got to try it out. Okay. So then uh, that night, you know, everyone's going to sleep. And, uh, you know, him and his woman, you know, it's like, okay, they're still together and they're doing their thing. But he gets up in the middle of the night. And he's like, I'm going to play this game. And his boy was at home, and uh, he saw he was online, too. So he said, oh, you want to play? Let's play, man. And it's like they're talking through the TVs. And he's like, man, let's, let's put, your, put your VR thing on. So how do you do it? Just, yeah, just put the little thing on the side of your head. So he puts it on, turns the game on. He's like, man, be, get ready. It's going to be some shit. And then he, like, falls back into his couch like he's in a trance or something. And then we see what he sees from the game in, in the game and he's like in this game world of course it's super realistic whatever and he's like some kung fu dude you know he picked a character the favorite character and his boy picked this chick favorite character and he's like all right man get ready you know this is gonna be realistic and it's like can you feel the pain and like when he's asked him that homeboy smacks him up he goes, you know it's like oh shit <laughs> you know so they, it's just like a fighting game right and beating each other's ass but the thing is you'll heal up you know for the next round but you do kind of feel it 
So I was like, okay, this is where is this going? And then they're like, kind of, all right, get ready. You know, <sighs> and they're kind of getting closer and closer. I'm like, oh, he's about to get it on. And then the girl goes to kiss old boy on the mouth. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Oh, man, what was that? Oh, 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 man. And then they both just sort of log off the game real quick. I was like, yo, that's funny. That's some funny type of shit, man. Like, what's your, your man? He's playing as a woman. Why are he kissing? The, you know, and that's all I'm going to say. Oh, oh. can I ask you a question real quick? Go ahead. So <laughs> I like how you said it. Go ahead. Here we go. Q. <laughs> all right. So listen. So is does Anthony Mackie look like him? In the game, does he does he look like himself in the game? No, they they look like the characters they play. Okay, all right. So he's like an Asian dude, who I think is the funny thing. Somebody traced this. All of them seem to have played in some sort of superhero thing in another movie, or like one of them was like is is one of the Power Rangers. I can't remember whether the Asian girl was in something that I know, but they all sort of played that. But anyway, and they're all people of color, which is conspiracy brother for another day but this was this was a wild episode uh i personally i felt some kind of way after watching it oh lord (laughs) (laughs) because i was like i get it i get what they're i mean i get it and i know for a lot of people this is if you if you looked online you know it's trending and they're like, yes, you know, representation. Da, da, da. But I just was, I have to ask the question, but why is it, why is it, why we got, why was the, the, it seemed like this is the first one I remember where it's like American based and it was black folks. I was like, why is that? Why are we on this, this storyline? I was like, no, nah, I'm just saying like, and it's very strong brothers that you normally equate to them being very, masculine not to say they weren't masculine in this but it was just and, and because it deals with the family and I just thought it was very interesting uh, presentation I get why actors hey I gotta do this or that. if it was me personally I would have probably passed on it I'd be like this is, this is a high quality I love the concept is intriguing it's very clever but I would have been like you know what and no disrespect, and my emotions or nothing, but I'm cool. You know, I'm well, cool. But like I said, watch. I'm curious to, when you watch it. I was like, I see what they're doing. I knew where they, when, when the kiss happened, I knew where they was going to go with this. I was like, okay, very interesting. Was uh, it on some moonlight? Did it get yeah, like that? Well, yeah, yeah, man. But but it's not the obvious. It it's, it plays it very. It's very funny, man. It's like I said, yeah, it goes on that route, but you're dealing with, you know, this is the, the black father. He's got a little son, his wife, his homeboy, and it's dealing with sexuality and stuff. And I just was like, it's a very interesting take on it. And it's dealing with technology, you know, VR. And one of the characters early on asked the question, yo, is that on some gay shit? Or is that gay or what? Like what? And I was just like, I was like, man. See, my thing is, I just don't want people to take this, and that's what how cats be getting down per se. That's not. I, I have nothing against that, but let's not paint that sort of narrative on the on brothers that that's fathers and Amen. that got families and stuff. Not to say it don't happen, but I don't know. We just got enough going on. Eh. And sexual why don't y'all and take that? Land? Yeah, why don't y'all take the realm, the helm on that one, and we'll just watch. Why? Why? why I don't know, man. You you see what I'm saying? Yeah, all this <laughs> work at the post office, man. Wow. The same way I wouldn't want us all playing pimps and holes and stuff. Man, I'd be like, yeah, I'm cool. I don't know. I. I, I by but I'm not bothered by I am it is curious you bring up a good point like I, I, I'm gonna go back to my Lando thing with Dan, Donald Glover I thought that was like I have nothing I'm all about live and let live but if we 
when I saw that there was it was a black cast, I'm like, wait, I thought Black Mirror was a British show. Okay, well, maybe it's, I mean, it can be a British show, and they decided we're going to do this black thing. I'm like, oh, okay, I got to put that on my to do list. Yeah, and, and, and the race of them doesn't necessarily have anything to do with it either. The culture it, 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 yeah, you know what I'm saying. On one hand, it doesn't, but I think the way it's seen, it does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because it's, well, what you're saying is they they never. They never explored that story with a non-black character. And time they get a black cast in there, this is the story they want to explore. I think that's what you're saying, right? That's how I, I, I that's how, if I was an actor, that's how I would look at it. I would, to me, the optics of it and the larger presentation of it, I would find problematic. Not that I have any, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's not that this is not a legitimate story, but I would just be like, there's enough that we're going through do I really want to have this painted for the black family at this point? I'm cool. I may not be able to stop you from doing it, but I don't have to be engaged in it. I think it's a valid point you bring up. I, I really do. And I'm a progressive, but I think it is a very valid point. Because I'm curious, and they never show it. What did the son think about this? <laughs> like, I, was, I was like, okay, but what's the ramifications on his family then? He want to be on. He want to go. You know, get into this thing. You see what happens with his wife. But I was very curious. What happens to his family now? It may not have nothing to do with the story, but I'm curious about it because it's just like, man, this is some destructive type of shit. Is it the video game that's making it that way, or was it something else? But it's again, and I, these are very cleverly, cleverly. You know, the stories. I love the story though. It's a great science fiction story. It's just a take on it that I haven't seen, and probably because I'm personally invested in when I see these images, it may trigger me more than it would the average person. But and and, and I'm and I think too, it's not by mistake that they would use these very masculine black men that we've seen as heroes, or at least in superhero sort of things, and they play in this aspect. I don't think they just did that by happenstance. In my opinion, they knew exactly why they got these guys. But you know. How how long ago was it that that show with uh, Don Cheadle came out with the Princess Boy? His son was uh, what, like six years old, and was a Princess Boy. Remember that show with Don Cheadle? Oh yeah, like, yeah. Which one was this? I don't remember. From Showtime. We talked about it. it uh, the, oh shit. He plays like a killer, a killer attorney or something. No, he's like one of those. Like he wasn't an attorney, but he was like one of those investment type type cats. Is it from his TV show, that series? Yeah. It was the one that was on before he, he did the one he's we doing talked now. About it. We God. talked about it on the show. That's he had a son who, who, who should, was too young to know anything about sexuality, but the son wore dresses and tutus and Damn, stuff. I don't remember this. We yeah, talked about it. Sounds it. familiar, though. About, yeah. Wait, let me pull the show up here. Huh. So, House of uh, Lies. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I vaguely remember, huh? And so, I think I think it is. Don't okay. I'm gonna say this. Nobody out there should be calling us homophobic or anything like that, because we question these things. It's just a matter of it doesn't mean we're against it. It's just like, but why is there this kind of underlying necessity to when you want to? Exp I'm gonna say experiment. Or try to break that line you my community to do it. This is something Afroner hops on all the time. And I'm starting to see what he's saying. Yeah, wasn't there like a TV commercial recently? And I don't see TV, but I heard there was a commercial, a Gillette commercial or something. Uh, I heard about that too. I haven't seen it, but I heard about that commercial. It was like yeah. a, I thought it was just about a woman shaving her legs. Was it more no. to it? No, I thought it was like a, well, was it trans? Yes. Woman. Oh. And she wanted to shave, and was it their father or something? That was. Yes. You know? Yeah, I thought that was, I heard about it again. I'm going to be clear. I haven't seen it, but I, well, from well, what well, I well. heard, it sounds very interesting why they would. And they were black. That's what I was like, oh, okay. That yeah. seems weird to me. I, I was trying to understand, like, if. Why would. If you're shaving because she wants hair to grow? Or? If you were, do, is, or do they have like a hormone thing that makes facial hair grow? I, I was just kind of, I, I couldn't understand like why would you be, why would a trans person shave their face? But. How do you know it was a 
trans? Do they say something that makes you think it's a trans or makes you know it's a trans? Or? Again, I haven't seen it personally. I just go by okay. what. Yes, I, that's a good question. I assume it's obvious that that's not a, or you know, it's a thing. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I again, I don't know if they have it. If they have a, I know. I don't know if they have a commercial that has non-black people where they're doing that too. I just, it's just interesting that. Uh, that 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 exists to me, but again, I only say this because I'm probably more triggered to the aspects of how the black family is seen and how that could affect us, which I am sure people in LGB would be very uh, triggered or they're more receptive to seeing things that they may not feel their culture or thing is being you know presented properly as well. So I'm just speaking toward mine. That ain't down. That ain't down in one somebody else for that nor would i take if they were more concerned about their stuff downing me right so uh, we can be adults and talk about it but uh but yeah check out black mirror i do want to see the other episodes i heard the one with molly cyrus was supposed to be good too so i'm yeah. curious about that it uh i was clicking through you know you can scroll over the uh the options on that it does a little preview and there's one with the actor who plays Moriarty on uh, Sherlock? And he's really good. I want to see that one. Hmm, okay. But it's only there's only three episodes. I think it's only three. Yeah. Are they only an hour long, or are they extended because of that? Uh, I've only seen the first ones. This one is sixty one minutes. Oh okay. Yeah, I mean, it was good. It was. It was just like I was, I was like, Lord. <laughs> My neck. <laughs> this, okay, I, I gotta see this. Right the now. joking though, they gonna they was clowning already. Is this what when you, when you say you're going over your boys to play games? Is this is this they get down? I already you know they they were going in on that online, but whatever. See, I, I know people clown me about this, but I I, I still I'm a, I'm a cling to this. If I'm smashing Nicole Bahari or Halle Berry or <laughs> Margot Robbie or Sofia Vergara. You think I'm gonna be fucking around on a video game or going out creeping on these women with other Why? niggas? With other niggas? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> me definitely not that. But why? I, it doesn't make sense. Uh, let me stop before I say something wrong. <laughs> too late. <laughs> Nicole Bahari's fine. Why? Yeah, she looks good you? in this too. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I said, I don't know, man. It's, I guess that's how you black men are. <laughs> You're so sexual and just insatiable. You, you got to have it where, put it in where it fits, huh? Well, Netflix. <laughs> oh, by know. the way, <laughs> uh, I got. I want to say, go ahead, Big Say, but I want. I got to say something. But go ahead. Well, go ahead. We're talking this way. I I got a clown, Sean Christopher. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Calling, Uh-oh. calling out the listeners. Here we what go. The, he can't even respond. What the fuck was that George Foreskin grill? Huh? Well, the listeners don't what? know. What are you talking about? If you go into the Discord chat, he put a video up there by Red Letter Media. And it's a it's a parody oh, okay. of uh, George Foreman grill. It's called the George Foreskin grill. Uh. I started watching this. I'm like, now, if I had done this, <laughs> Michael Dean, Aunt Pooh, Big Sexy, they would roast my ass. Pause. <laughs> now, I want to see some due diligence on your part. Go watch that shit and go roast his ass. I, I, I saw the post, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't click on it, but okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like, huh? <laughs> I mean, it was on some boogie nights at the end bullshit. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, as he said, please uh, join our Discord chat. The uh, link is in the show notes, but uh, this stuff going on there almost every day is hilarious. But shout out to Sean Christopher. We'll see how you get down, Sean. So, hey, Black Mirror. That's what we're going to start calling. <laughs> we're going to start saying Black Mirror. If you go to the YouTube if you don't if you click through to YouTube to watch the video, mm-hmm. it says this video may be inappropriate for some users. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Oh, um wait, 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 oh, wait. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say about Netflix, and it seems to be their, their trend 
uh, the last year or so, they are embracing a lot of shows highlighting and celebrating, <clears throat> you know, LBGT. Because I was just clicking through Netflix to take a look at the Black Mirror schedule and landed on a show called What If? And okay. apparently the premise of What If is there's a couple and the wife in the couple has a business idea. This major league investor says, I will fund it, but I want a night with your husband. So it takes the whole indecent proposal and takes it another direction. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Damn, oh, yeah. that, Tony, oh, well. that Tony M joke will never die. That sounds like the Tony M oh, joke wow. brought you to brought, life. You see, you're bringing it up. <laughs> Interesting. It was a joke. Yeah, it's a whole show about that now. And yeah, that it, now is that a is that just a one sort of premise, or is that done through different episodes with different people? No, it's a season. You know, it's a season. I don't know if it's done through different people, uh, okay. but uh, it's definitely a season. That, that would sound be like a, something that could hold a sustain a whole season. I think you could. You never know how. Yeah, depending on how how I'm gonna say pause up before I say this. Depends on how deep it goes. <laughs> That could be a whole season of Lucifer. They go like real dark. It's like, I'll, I'll make you what you want to be. You turn yourself over to me. You could have like a whole thing of some hip hop dude. You want to be Lucifer's mm -hmm. bed, bed buddy or something. You want to be Puff Dilly? This was one wow. of the Why you got going Puff Dilly? <laughs> right now. No, as an example. Someone with that type of power and influence. Don't start. I'm not <laughs> mad at you, big sexy puff. Puff daddy's a. No, I'm not gonna say that. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Stop. What's your problem? Just because you have one little thing where he says something yeah. slick to you, then, you know. No, I was there when he was. He was. Uh, oh, let me stop. I'm trying to show it in front of one of my friends too. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. All right. Um, one other thing I wanted to bring up, too, before we get out of here. Um, did anybody see the video of this rapper who approached 50 Cent? And yes. <laughs> <laughs> My man has, I, I'll give him one thing. He had heart. He was a fool, but he had heart. Was that heart? Talent. <laughs> he was an idiot, man. No, I, I don't disagree with you, but you st he looked like half a 50 size. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't understand that, man. Play my mixtape or I'm going to beat your ass. Is that right? <laughs> well, you know, here's the, my understanding of it, you know, and this is, it sort of goes with, this is the climate we're in right now <laughs> where a lot of these cats, man, feel like, they, what's so funny? <laughs> they don't, don't, go ahead. I'll let you go. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it reminds me of when we were reviewing Iron Man 3 mm. and the scene where uh, Tony Stark was about to smash and uh, the, the weirdo guy who turned out to be the main villain, he keeps uh, cock blocking. And I remember you said, yeah, man, don't you see I'm trying to smash this chick right here? That's what that reminded me of <laughs> when I saw that video. Because <laughs> old girl was thick as hell and, and, and 50 was like, what? don't you see what's about to happen here? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, right. well, you know, the thing is, you know, I don't know. I don't think 50 was with anybody else and he was trying to be low key. And here comes some dude walking up on you and you know that somebody else is filming it. And his first impression is, oh, they might be trying to set me up or, right. or clout chase. You know how cats get down now. You never know. They might be trying to create some shit. So you see, that's why to me, I think he was like, he squared up like, yo, fuck what you're doing, man. Oh, I just wanted you to. Listen to my tape, or and I get what Fifty saying. Saying, "What are you doing, man? Are you crazy? Like this is not the approach." And I think it's, you know, in line with again a lot of the, the mindsets of some of these guys. They don't want to go, they don't want to put in the work to get noticed properly and to be in position. They want to take the quick route, and so he literally gonna walk up to somebody who's an icon in that particular world. Don't have no business card. Don't have nothing. But yo, check out my IG. Yeah, I'm like, what huh? The hell? What the fuck am I? Why? Why? First of all, why would I want to do that? Who are you? Why are you running up to me out on the street? You know, and y'all, yeah, I don't know what y'all doing. 
there's that's not the proper way to do business. You're trying to get put on and you feel like you're entitled for him to even care about you. This is why to me on a lot of cats nowadays. First, let me I want to dispel a myth to my brothers out there that do rap or music and stuff. We don't want to hear it, bro. <laughs> Damn, Mike. There's no Santa Claus. There's no Santa Claus either. We don't want to hear. There's no Easter Bunny. Yo, you want to buy my tape? You want to buy my CD? My mixtape? No. Who, who are you? Why should I waste my time? I'm I'm doing something. Where's the respect on my time? I don't know who you are. What's the What's the credibility? Who are you connected with? Or do you have some? I never heard of you. I'm busy. Why would I do that? We don't really even value music as much from the pioneers, let alone from somebody who's unknown, who hasn't come with their work first. If you if I can't hear or see what you do, you coming to me pushing a product, you're just like you're like a pop up when I'm going to a website and I and I'm a pop up blocker. Well, also think about this, too. From a legal standpoint, you know, <clears throat> it's like someone sending an unsolicited screenplay or story. Right. We can't take it because, oh, he got that for me and it's a copyright issue and it's all fucked up. No, it's just, that was that not too. the way to go about it. Yeah. But it's just like there's just too much. There's all this people doing music already. There's so much we're being inundated with. Um, but that when you're just coming up and, you know, and you're trying to bypass my own personal curation, uh, curation, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to work. Like, that's not how you're not going to be aggressively push your stuff on me. I'm not, that, that doesn't work in this time because there's just too much to choose from. <clears throat> and it's particularly when you're walking up on somebody on the street like that. So when you're going to a guy like that who could make or break, you know, in terms of could put you on, you have to ask him, you have to ask him, why would he want to <laughs> if he don't know who you are? But and the so, other thing is, go ahead. Why would you go up to him with an attitude? Exactly. And why would you go up to him with a cell phone? If you're gonna, if you're gonna be bold like that, which I don't recommend, at least have a CD or something, or a link <laughs> or something. Yeah, it's all about the approach, man. It's again, the entitlement is heavy. And then he could have now, if he had any game about himself, he'd see that he's with a young lady. He's out here on it, you know out here on his own you should have said hey you know mr curtis hey, 50 man i no disrespect i know you're doing your thing i respect you so much you know um here's my card or can i get your email maybe and just kept it pushing you know uh but i wouldn't have been and then he act like one of these cats when when a girl's you ask her for a number, and she's like, no. And he's like, well, then fuck you, bitch. That's, yep. he, he had that kind of attitude yep. to yeah, a man. Yeah. And that's what was so corny about it. And the fact that he's filming that. So, again, the clout chasing. Uh, let me make this into a moment so I can get views. Now you'll never get put on. Right? And, and personally, a guy like 50 Cent, it's the last person you want to be playing around with because he's super petty. Right. And he's got a lot of power and influence and he already got T-shirts for sale. I think it says, uh, listen to oh, my no. IG, uh, no. this ain't going to work or something. So <laughs> he's already clowning you out. And see, take but see, I don't understand. That's a mistake because now he's given this guy uh, publicity that he might get put on. No, he ain't. No, no, he no, won't. Not really. He's clowning the fuck out of him, making him look stupid and, and might be making a dollar off of it. But that ain't the kind of promotion you want. Oh, you the rapper that that, that ain't about shit. You're you're, you're not gonna make it. <laughs> ain't gonna, yeah. you, you'll have your little, you know, ten seconds of uh, Instagram fame, but that's about it. But yeah, I mean, it's just that, that was a funny. It was not funny, but it's just indicative of to me of the times that we live in, where people just feel entitled to run up on you, and you can run up on, on the wrong one, like. Now, if these boys would have been there, probably could have went a whole lot different. Whole different direction. Because he, he, he's he not the, the streets without any kind of. I, I mean, maybe well, one dude. I've heard that he. That's how he gets down because of the respect that he has out there. A lot of cats is not. You know, again, if you read about Fifty Cent, don't let the Hollywoodness of it fool you. And, you know, he's not playing around at all. <laughs> 
I will say I did. I will say I did do a shoot with him. He was the nicest guy. Maybe that's why he doesn't feel like he has to. Yeah, he, he's cool. Yeah, he's hella cool. But you can, you can like, there's a classic video of him. Is one of his concerts. It was some radio thing. Maybe it was the Hot 97 thing. And he's on there with all his peoples, and they're doing a rap. And I think Fabulous is on the stage rapping. And here was some issue he had with somebody in his organization or something. And he just does like a little hand move, and his people on stage beat that dude's ass right there in front of everybody <laughs> while the show wow. was going on. Like, and just laugh. He just the show kept going. And homeboy got stomped out. Like they ain't playing around. Well, it's like you said, you know, it's like a lot of these cats roll up. Like you, you hit it perfectly, Mike. Roll up on the on the young lady. Oh, let me get your number. No, no, thank you. Oh, fuck you, then, hoe. See, no, no. Now, again, from a business standpoint. I have a product. Would you like to see my product? No, thank you. This is not the you know, proper venue to get into this. Oh, well, you, you ain't shit then. Oh, we got to be about all that now? Nah, man, this guy. You're going to beat my ass because I want to show you my talent? It's like, man. Yeah, I mean, he, must not be that good, man. He's got, he, he got everybody against him for being uh, just, what's the word you would call him? A wimp, not wimp, or just a... Did they still use the word buster? I don't know. Yeah, no, I was saying, yeah, he's a buster, yeah. I mean. This was like that show where the guy with the, the funny hair, the funny blonde hair, say he was Prince's cousin, was glaring at, uh, at, Diddy, at Diddy. It was just like that. <laughs> right. And Diddy's right. like, what? We take it outside. <laughs> yes, yeah, man. It's that whole mindset of entitlement of, you know, my stuff is great. No, it isn't. And if it is, then take it somewhere else. Yeah, there's a time and place. For exactly. You, you see me there's out here. Always with, a time yeah, and place. Yeah, I'm out here walking the streets with the young lady. That this ain't the time. And, and if this you have some real respect place. about yourself, you, you would know. <laughs> okay, let me give him his space, man. And that's why I said like people me, do it all the time too. They must. Have, how did they know he was going to be there? It's like they had it planned or something. He had a camera up on him. Well, cats. No, that's, he has his phone. His camera phone. Yeah. They probably just saw him walking down the streets. Oh, that's fifty right there. Let's, you got your phone. All right, and they, you know, let's turn it into a moment. And to see, when you're somebody like him, you got to be very careful because again, some of these cats are trying to start some shit, and they want to make you know make you the spectacle. You know, oh, you got you trying to film this? You trying to run up on me? I don't know what the hell y'all doing. And we've seen that happen, right? Charlemagne walking outside a radio station. Hey, can I get that drop, Charlemagne? <laughs> Four or five goons ready to beat your ass and chase you down the street with the camera. So you never know, man. That's why they say, be careful out there. Now, there was another young man. I don't, I've never heard his music. I posted it in a Discord chat. Uh, little something. Oh God! I was gonna say it. <laughs> like, let me get little something or other. <laughs> yeah, a little something. Oh, little Zon or something. Little Zon and look like. I remember a year ago or so, he had some comment about Tupac that he said, you know, I think he called him Tupac boring or something. It was whatever, young young white kid. What is he? Know? What is he talking about? But apparently, somebody ran up on him over that, and thought they probably was gonna punk old boy. Now, bad move on his part or not, he pulled that pistol out on him. Again, you don't know what kind of rationale people are dealing with. So it's, oh, I would say it's best to not run up on people if you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. Don't let these guys fool you. Some of them are not as stable as you might think. Like, he's going to probably get in a lot of trouble for this. Uh, pointing a gun at somebody. And it's on tape. But, again, I, it's, that's why you don't want to run up on people like that. You, you never know what might happen unless you're ready to, you know, something bad happened to you too. It's not worth it. Again, not. and again, Q, I am not taking shots at you. Get that out of the way now. Here we go. <laughs> but the ease of people acquiring, gun, you know, especially handguns is just ridiculous. And if this guy's really 22 and this happened in California, I don't believe he should be having a handgun. I'm gonna tell you this right now. There's, I will bet my whole 401k that he is not. He does not have that gun. If you tell me this happened in California, no way he has that gun legally. Because in California, you got to damn near <clears throat> give sign over your firstborn to get a concealed carry permit. Hmm. So I guarantee you, he's not carrying that legally. That's fine. But the thing is, 
instead of see having a gun made this guy feel bold enough in the first place to criticize Tupac, which was mistake number one, because you know you're going to get checked on it, you know, and he got checked on it. First thing he does is pull out. So he's an idiot. He's a punk, and he's got to go away. Mm -hmm. Well, I would would agree with that 100%. Because he makes everyone else that is doing it the right way look bad. Exactly. He's fucking up for everybody else. And again, the fact that he called himself Lil Skidmark or whatever his name is, man, (laughs) the original, damn. (laughs) All right. Well, man, hey, we're not going to stay in here too long. We're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, <laughs> but before we go, uh, let's let everybody know where they can find you online. Uh, Q-Storm, where can they find you online? Uh, I'm going to try to get a, a review <clears throat> review of uh, Dark Phoenix up by next week. You can check that out on Real, R-E-E-L, Q-Storm. Red Shirts has been quiet a little bit because I've been trying to revamp the website for the firearms stuff. But uh, we're going to get that popping off again next week, too. So check us out at Red Shirts, a Star Trek podcast. Just Google that. You'll find all kinds of stuff. All right. Uh, Big Sexy. Okay. Uh, First things first, I want to congratulate the Kitchen Restaurant for getting their first Michelin star and the first Michelin star in the state capitol. Shout out to them. I can be found at Facebook, Mark Wiggins. Instagram, Mark Wiggins 2, and over at Twitter, WSE Mark. All right. And you can hear little daughter screaming in the background. You know, catch. It'll be hell for that. It'll be hell to pay. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Michael, they're beating them kids. No. <laughs> uh, that's Ant. That's Ant. <laughs> wow. I, see, I, ain't putting, wow. I ain't putting that on. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but what do y'all say about hey? What do y'all say about me when I'm not on the show? Shit. Well, no, well. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do I want to say? Um, def- first of all, I want to shout out to uh, all the listeners I met over the weekend or last week in uh, Minneapolis. Uh, many people brought up that they listened to the Michael Dean show as well as a Prince show. So that was that was what's up. Shout out to uh, the Purple Current, the current radio station. Uh, got to do a segment over there, and they talked about this show as well. Um, like I said, shout out to everybody that, that listens. Um, definitely check us out at podcastjuice.net. Get your gear on. We have our t-shirts for sale. Just go to the website and click on gear. And with that, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.